Nah, they make me gag. Gentlemen, and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast, broadcasting to you with 1.21 gigawatts of frequency modulated technology. Today, we'll be covering a great bout between two episodes. The first, Contagion. The second, The Royale. I am your host, Jake, and I'm joined today by... Chris. Ames. And Caitlin. Great show, folks. Great show. we got a great show for you today, folks. Here we go. On the first show today, we'll be talking about the Contagion. The Enterprise responding to a distress call from their sister ship, the USS Yamato. Perhaps Japanese? I don't know. I don't know these things. Anyway, they're responding to a Japanese distress call from their friends Yamato. You say Yamato, I say Yamato. Yamato. <laughs> ah, that's a good one there. A good bout, a good bout. Let's, let's call the whole thing off. Ah, anyway, yes. So they're responding to a distress call and come to find that their friends on the Yamato are dying. Or so they say. Or the ship is about to explode or something. Their ship's all fucked up. There's all kinds of problems. And they decide to try and help, but they can't. So the ship blows up before their very eyes. Kapow. That'd be a pretty neat effect. To pull. Bef- no, kapow. Before, before long, they're joined by the nefarious and evil Romulans from the Romulan planet. We, we've heard that they're back. <laughs> the Romulans are back. Back again. Guess who's back? <laughs> Tell some men. Tell your friends. <laughs> no, is that right? Tell a friend. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. Those are terrible lyrics. Yes, well, it is Eminem. Carrying on, we I are... more from Eminem. The, the Republicans, I mean the Romulans, were there, and they say, get out of our neutral zone, and the Enterprise says, well, fuck off, and then they travel on to complete the mission of the Yamato, which was to find the mythical planet of Iconia, a legendary ancient race. And of course, they find it post-haste. As they arrive, though, their ship starts acting up again. Acting up as it did on the Yamato, and the crew suspects foul play. Kapow! They suspect those <laughs> damnable Republican Romulans are <laughs> responsible for the, for the incident on the ship. But of course, we discover that it's in fact the Yamato. The Yamato had what they called a space cold, and it passed it on to the Enterprise. And now the Enterprise is hacking up all over the place, as you do if you're not treating your body right with G. E.M. Goodrich's tonic and cure-all available at your local apothecary. <laughs> Head down today. This, this podcast radio show brought to you by H.M. Goodrich, whatever I just said before. <laughs> oh... Captain Picard beams down to the planet. They discover that indeed they are on Iconia and they have some crazy technology that lets them travel hundreds of yards by simply stepping through a doorway. That is right, folks. As you travel from one room into the next, they travel from one house into the next. Yes, that's right. Those Iconians. Ah, is there anything they can't do? Stay alive. Is there anything H.F. Goodrich's... Miracle Potion can't do? I don't know. We'll find out after this message from H.M. Goodrich himself. Hello, this is H.M. Goodrich. I'm here to tell you about my miracle cure-all. It's a tonic. You drink it. It can also be taken as a suppository. So (coughs) stick the bottle up your ass and lay on your belly. And we're back, folks. (laughs) Well, Captain McGard and Commander Wolf and Commander Data are... Uh, dilly-dallying about the planet up above, the Romulans have returned. They're back, folks. I repeat, the Romulicans are back. And here's what they're gonna do. They're gonna give the Enterprise a licking. A good licking. And not the kind of licking your missus gives you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, folks? They're gonna shoot them. Shoot them with a space gun. But I tells you their space gun is not functioning. They're having just as many problems as the Yamato has had. 
Oh, no, above we have two ships in a dire fight to the death, but they can't do it because they're all fucked up. Down below, the captain decides he's going to blow up the planet. <laughs> Will Jake be able to do this for both synopses? Tune so, in to find out. So he, now. so he blows up the planet. He goes to the doorway, lands on the Romulan ship. On the meantime, they've solved the problem on the Enterprise. He gives the Romulans the secret just as they're about to blow up, and everyone leaves as friends. It's a wonderful, wonderful message. Later on the Royale, the Enterprise responding to some kind of bullshit on a weird planet <laughs> <laughs> discovers themselves in a wonderful world of the golden age of 1990s Vegas in a hotel that's really tacky and weird. Now, on any ordinary, on any ordinary away mission, uh, arriving in a 20th century, whatever it is, a casino type of hotel thing is not all that bad. But here, well, adult, my friends, I tell you, something is afoot. Something is afoul in the state of this weird planet. And the thing is, there's aliens. That is what is wrong here. There's aliens. And it turns out that the aliens, well, they killed a bunch of people. And then they took a, an astronaut from the planet Earth and brought him to their weird planet and put him in the hotel. But it turns out the entire hotel is based on some shitty novel about a hotel. And then the... Shit happens, and, and Data has to play craps, and and it's really shit. And then and then they get, there's a revolt, and, and we learn that in the future there are no revolving doors in the future because they don't know how to use them. They just keep going around and around like morons. It is really incredible to see, folks. It is it is quite a spat. It is about... It is about between man and machine as they try to use the revolving door. Anyway, they eventually figure it out. They leave the hotel, and it's shit, and the episode ends, and god damn it, why did I start this horrible voice? Wow. This episode brought to you by Dr. Flimflam's Miracle Tonic, 90% cocaine. It's only cocaine. Most tonics. <laughs> Any good tonic is mostly cocaine. So... Contagion. The Romulans are back. Uh, again. Guess who's back? <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> we met Taurus, our new Romulan friend. She seemed mean. She seemed cunty. Yeah. I couldn't tell if she was bad acting or just a bad character. She seemed pretty Romulan. Um, so far, I haven't been terribly impressed by what little Romulan interaction we've had since their triumphant return. Yeah, but that's because you just hate their faces. No, I also just, I mean, they, so if we've seen them twice now, right? I think so. And it was like the first time they were just there to be like, we're back. And one of them couldn't act. The bitch is back. And now you've just got this grumpy person and I don't, like. And they're they're wearing the, like, they didn't wear shit like this before. Well, this is just what they wear from Oh, I really out. dislike Big quilt jackets. Yeah, it looks like they they went to a, a quilting festival. Well, I knew mean, it was the eighties. Let's remember though, in the shoulder pads. In the sixties, it was just rather than quilting, it was just big knit bandoliers. I liked the knit shit. That was fun. I also missed their helmets from the sixties. Oh yeah, I missed the helmets. Good but that thing, the that, that, if, even though they've changed, you know, they've gone from knitting to quilting. At least they're sticking with the theme of they wear ridiculous cloth stuff. That they're, much, at least, they're, is. They're, they're big thrifters, okay? <laughs> they're basically space hipsters. I got this at Savers for like three bucks. Well, really, they're actually Sorry, space savers. They're they're really they're not even space hipsters. They're they're space rebellious teenagers. Because like the Vulcans start to get their shit together, and they're like, "We don't need your philosophy, Dad. I'm gonna move and." Be an asshole for the rest of time. So the thing, too, is like, you know, in the original series, the Romulans were usually engaging in deviousness or skullduggery. <laughs> so far, <laughs> the two times we've seen them, they're just like... They're just patrolling in the neutral And zone. being grumpy dickheads. It's like, wow, wait a... Because by the end of TOS, I was like, man, the Romulans are actually kind of better villains than the Klingons at this point. And now it's like they've forgotten how to write Romulans. And they're sexier, the Romulans. I mean, it's impossible to tell with those ludicrous wreck well, fucking I triangle like jackets. The, the, the Enterprise incident lady, she was pretty... Oh, and you were, I, sorry. I have a question. And yeah. Mark Leonard. Mm. Why do the Romulans think that they can claim planets inside the neutral zone? I mean... Who's going to stop them? 
Especially... The, the, the Federation should stop them because it's the neutral zone. Well, the thing is, in theory... Power to the neutral zone. In theory, if they can get to the surface and get their hands on the Iconian technology, no one could stop them because they could go anywhere, anyhow, you know? So they were probably like, okay, we can totally deal with the Enterprise. We'll get this super sweet future tech, and then the Romulan Star Empire will take up the whole Milky Way. But, you know, luckily they also got the space cold, or whatever you called it in the intro. Well, it's because the Yamoto sneezed all over everybody when they exploded. Yes. It was because, um, it was the logs. The Enterprise had downloaded the logs, and... They got some malware. Yeah. And then the Is that really why? Yeah. Yeah. They, got, oh. they downloaded Crypto Locker. They need. They had to send thirty bitcoins to somebody in Russia. And apparently, uh, apparently, I security... am trying to escape from Russia, but I need the thirty bitcoins, and then I will give you back three hundred bitcoins for your services, dear sir. You know, apparently, Starfleet security is still garbage because the Romulans also managed to tap into the Yamato logs somehow. So. I know, I and they that. sent thirty bitcoins to I've, Ivan Ivanov as well. Check off. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's still around. I, it's like really guys you scamming don't everyone. Secure ships logs. I yeah, like how did they get there in time to do that cuz they showed up afterwards I thought. Well, I think the they, were they, they were they cloaked the whole time and that, just waiting. That's, Kind of what the Enterprise crew assumed was that they had been cloaked, which is why at first they were like, maybe the Romulans did it. And it, predicting Star Trek VI, Worf was all, maybe they learned how to firewall cloaked. And somewhere huh. Nicholas Meyer went, hey. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, the Romulans, they show up, they do some shit. They, they weren't very interesting. I really, I that. This really episode hope. wasn't very interesting. I thought it was... Uh, Data was good, but I say that every week. Data's always good, though. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind this one. I thought I like. I was neat that like Captain Picard got to be excited about something. Oh yeah, he's he's now been retconned to be a, a bit of an archaeology buff, even though in season one they had to give him a whole <laughs> rundown about some other lost civilization. Well, I mean, you're not going to know all of them. What is he, MacGyver's? Well, yeah, but MacGyver's? I mean, he like I don't remember what it was, but like he like didn't know shit about history. Mm-hmm. What is history? <laughs> Yeah. In the 23rd century, it's called herstory. Sorry. Oh, there's been eugenics wars. They've rewritten everything, probably. I mean, they had to make him an archaeologist so that later they can give him a girlfriend that's also an archaeologist and they can go to the bone zone. But what about paleontology? (laughs) That is the bone zone, paleontology. (laughs) Nailed it. Speaking of the bone zone, I was was reminded of Doc (laughs) for a little while when um, they were on the planet and they find the portal to to wherever the fuck you want it to go to. And Data just is ready to stick his arm through. I'm like, that's something bones would do. Because they're both suicidal as fuck. <laughs> that's something Bones did do when he had too much norepinephrine and norepinephrine. Yeah. Murderers! Into the Guardian Gate butthole, whatever it was called. Well, and of course, the time <laughs> him and Spock both walked into <laughs> the, like, uh, that planet's Arctic past in that one episode. Mm. Oh, yeah, when they that met the hot space cave lady. Yeah. yeah. All our yesterdays. Really? And also Who was in, in love with her? Spock. That's so weird. Zarabeth was her name. Wow. You have a good memory, dude. Yeah, I liked her too. I was also reminded of, there was one of the TAS episodes, these I don't remember as much of, but but I just remember seeing some liquid on the ground, like some river or something, and then Doc drinks it, and everyone says like, stop drinking shit, you don't know if it's poison. (laughs) And he says it tastes fine. We're like, Doc, what are you doing? I think that might have been the one with the weird space snails that had the zoo. Yeah. Mm. You know what didn't remind me of Dr. McCoy? Dr. Pulaski. Dr. Pulaski? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it certainly is, young man. You can put two pieces of stick or two plastic things and make a splint and jam it up your ass. (laughs) I mean, I gotta give her this. It is fucking shameful that apparently Starfleet Medical no longer teaches, like, Backup procedures, just in case no, the tech fails. What a cold do. is. You know that they do. Because even Picard, like, was when uh, Crusher got her leg fucked up, Picard, uh, you know, he knew how to do a bandage and everything, that's tourniquet true. and all that. She was kind oh, of That's because he was a Boy Scout. Mm, that's well, that, in the stuff she was telling him, she only knew not because of Starfleet Medical, but because of her grandmother and all her lessons oh, yeah. about her, the herbs. Herbologist mm, take, grandma. Give, give, me that, give me that root over there. Take a bite yeah. of that fucking thing and tell me what it tastes like. Well, it tastes like poison. It tastes, <laughs> it tastes like almonds. Oops, you're gonna die. But yeah, no, it is It is pretty funny that, like, Not apparently... Poison, you don't. Doctors continue to suck. 
Yeah, really. There's a poll. There's a poll on Star Trek Facebook page right now. I think it's on StarTrek.com, which will date this episode for when that was out. And it was, you know, which doctor would you like to treat you? And the answer, if you're a normal human being, if you're a normal person who wants to live, my primary care physician is EMH, because he because he would get it right and fix you. Any of the other doctors uh, would fuck it up. What about Bashir? I don't know enough about Bashir. He said it's on StarTrek.com. Bashir. Yeah. I'm gonna go answer this poll. EMH (coughs) is literally. Every other doctor. Yeah, that's true. He's got a little bones in him. A little bone in there. I wish I had a little bones in me. <laughs> I mean, so if we eliminate... Or a big bones. If we eliminate the computer one, Phlox also knew his shit. Yeah, but he was also practicing medicine, what, 200 years before the events of this show? Yeah, which means or the motherfucker would, would know how to set a leg if his... Yeah, but he'd probably set the leg and then put some kind of snail up your urethra. Yeah, but you know what? It would make my dick feel amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's wow, you want to get pleasured by flocks? This is new. <laughs> not well, really, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying see to how he smiles? yuck your yum, but wait a second. In a medical emergency, which doctor would you trust the most? The doctor is on this poll? Well, that, that's the EMH. He's yeah, just known he as the doctor. the doctor. Oh, I thought he doesn't it was like have a name. Doctor Who. But I am pleased to see that McCoy is in second. Why is McCoy in second? Do I'm, you know what? how many stupid things he did? He cured that woman of kidney failure. And he made that brain brain what is brain that time. Yeah, he put together Spock's brain after only being in the super smartinator for like 30 seconds. The super smartinator. <laughs> How do I take it? Oh, that's a good question. You have to log in www.startaseerherby.soundclown. <laughs> <laughs> So, Don't forget about the sound clown. So, yeah, we're talking about things that remind us of things, but this one also ties into the episode. Uh, my first note... Oh, good. <laughs> my first note on this one, all starship captains still know each other, even in the 24th century. All the good ones. Because, like, Picard and, um... What was Donald. his name? Donald. Donald. There. Donald Duck. Our old academy buddies or something. Well, they would also know each other well, just by virtue of being... Yeah, they were, they were enthusiasts. They... they were on two ships that were the same type. No, I just mean, though, it's like, convenient these, you know, enthusiasts stroke old friends both wound up commanding the Enterprise and the Yamato. So again, it's just, for me, it's shades of the original series where Kirk knew, like, everyone in the fleet. Mm. Well, the, the fleet, I don't think, I felt like the fleet wasn't as big as you think it is. You know, most of it was destroyed ten years earlier. <laughs> That's true. Canon, now. Yes, but when when we meet Donald Varley and we see him in some of his logs and he found a toy on the in the Iconian Empire and he's like I don't know what it is I'm like dude that's probably a butt plug <laughs> don't touch it stop Too putting late. it in your mouth did you sniff it stop putting it in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> you know he did well the thing oh, for sure the thing is is I since I obviously wasn't paying much attention and didn't realize that there was a malware situation I sort of assumed that it was like a cursed object and that that was why the ship was fucked up oh that's a, that's a, that's a better result. I'm sort of not kidding like I really kind of did think that no you know the the, the... Yamato had been scanned by the Iconian probe. That's what gave them the malware. And then Picard and the Romulans downloading the captain's personal logs is what gave them the malware. The personal logs, not the sketchy porn, definitely. Mm. No, it can no, be no. both. That's true. <laughs> You're right, actually. It could. Was this episode, by the way, our first T. Earl Grey hot? It was. Nice. But it was, didn't end up it, being no, it was tea a house Earl Grey hot. It still looked Pink. delicious. Hot, at least. Oh man, that fucking scene with Wesley. Oh my god. Uh, why, brutal. again, again, as usual, why is this Picard's job? Why does well, Wesley I mean, go to Picard to whine and whine well, and it whine? Was, it was an exposition scene. It was, let's give, let's do an info dump of what the Iconians are. Yeah, and why we have to care about this episode. It, it's literally like the Star Trek version of, you know, several years later. Master Qui-Gon, what are midichlorians? But it's, you know... Captain, what are the Iconians? And then they decided to also have him be upset about death, which is fair. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that's Picard's problem. He should go to Troy. I mean, it sort of <laughs> is. Troy. Would it's, you go to Troy? It's sort of Picard's oh, problem. He's the, Picard. one that, he's the one that told Wesley he could stay if his mom was cool with it, so... I mean, here's the thing. To a certain extent, Wesley, I don't know if he's meant to, like, idolize the captain, or he's at least fascinated by him, like... He's probably his dad. Picard, to him, is yeah, is a surrogate or perhaps unknown literal father figure. You know, Guinan clearly wasn't available, because she would also normally be his go-to. And she is better at it. And so better much than better. Troy. Yeah, oh yeah, no. If I was having emotional problems with the Enterprise-D, I would go straight to Guinan. Me too. Even if I wasn't. I and would just always that, go straight to Guinan. And after that, straight to Data and hope that he can bang it away. 
Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Down to Fraggle Rock. Is that not That would be a fucking great mashup, actually. Yeah. Sucking all my tits like you want. Dancing his way. You never heard that song? You've never heard fucking. What is that song called? It's by Peaches. I think it might be called. Fuck the pain away. Yeah, I think that's right. Actually, I, I actually thought you were you were singing the Fraggle Rock song. No, but I think all right, listeners, get on it. A mashup of the Fraggle Rock theme and Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches. Have it on my desk by Monday, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I mean, aside from the fact that yeah, it was like Expo Dump. I didn't mind the scene. Like I thought it was annoying. I mean, I just I thought oh, Wesley no, I was, was acting poorly. Well, and also he's like sixteen. He's not like eight. It's not like he's never heard of yeah. like death. It, you know what I mean? It's not like his first cat just died. Like, no, I get that you're I mean, sad, but like, I mean, it's one thing, though. I mean, is this his first? Yeah, you know, it's one thing, you know, like, you know, obviously they came across the Lantry a few weeks ago and everyone was already dead. Landry. But this is, you know, he was sitting there, they were actively on the I know. phone. And with he was Yamato. like, he asked, should I beam some of you over? And the guy's like, no, it's fine. I won't regret saying this. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see that affecting him more deeply. Actually, he won't than, regret saying this because no, he did. Yeah, true. But I could see that affecting Wesley more deeply than other times they've encountered death because of the scale of it. But they've already traumatized him by, like, sticking him into a fucking holodeck reenactment where he has to literally choose who lives and who well, dies. Yeah, that's, like, how can anything bother him anymore? That's one I mean, person. This was a thousand people. Also, can yeah, we talk and a, a lot of civilians. About, yeah, can we look... To, I wanted to get to that. Can we just talk about... What a terrible idea that was? <clears throat> yeah, why the fuck, Starfleet... You jerks. Work-life balance. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's a fucking military organization. You're on a fucking military vessel. Okay. And you're fucking going into hostile territory. This should be like taking the family vacation. Like, you know, oh, I'm I'm a soldier at the DMZ in North Korea. Let's bring the family for a little picnic okay. in uh, the No and Man's Land. No, let's bring everyone's family but, on but, a little picnic But in no families Land. live... Families live on military bases. On bases, on bases, yes. bases which are, are on you don't bring territory. them into battle with you. Yeah, like but, they don't. But, have... but they're not supposed to be in battle. Their job is exploration. In theory, this should not be right. A thing. But they know what they run into. Yeah. So maybe the families were like, "That's fine. We're willing to risk it for you, sweetheart." Okay, the the spouse can do that. But the children, children? The children can. they yeah. have... fuck the children. Who cares? There's too goddamn many people anyway. <laughs> nice. Whoa. I mean, by the Whoa. future, there's plenty of room. So that's yeah. true. I was looking into the voluntary human. Extinction movement again today. You guys, you guys, members. Yeah, good. Really, all you got to do is not have kids. Oh, I've never heard of these people. It's it's mostly just a wow. The the Earth is overrun and overpopulated, and humans are destroying it. No, I like we overrun not, better. We overrun sh- was better. That makes it sound makes people sound more like the vermin Vermins, they are. Yes. So <laughs> let's okay, not create Agent more Smith. of them. Agent Smith. I know Agent it's a Matrix. Smith I know it's a Matrix disease. reference. Is that what he says? Yeah. I don't remember. I have only seen that movie once, and I didn't like it. Jordy in the elevator was overacting his ass off. Oh, no way! I thought he was doing a great uh, job. Are you kidding? I yeah, I like thought he, I thought he did pretty well. That was some oh, Jim Carrey now I'm against this wall. Oh, now I'm against oh, I mean, this the, wall. The thing, the thing itself was a bit silly, but I thought he did LeVar Burton did a really good job flinging himself. I mean, so a lot of it, a lot of the big flinging was the stunt double, though. Oh. Like, oh, to be to be fair, they hid the stunt double much better this time. Mm. I didn't notice either, but I well, I think part of it is like, especially with like the visor, I think it's just kind of like a little more Certainly difficult. Certainly easier to... Oh yeah, I, you're I'm going to be face. really embarrassed if I go back and like the stunt double has like a huge beard and like <laughs> completely... He's got like a fucking mohawk or something. It's actually something. a white guy. Yeah, it's know. like that episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm where the guy can't tell the... I talked about this episode like last week. Probably. Where he can't tell the two guys apart because they're both bald. There's a black guy and Larry. And he's like, nope, I just can't tell them apart. <laughs> All bald guys do look alike. But yes, no, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a stunt double, especially when you know they had oh, yeah, to fly up to the ceiling and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to say when we're discussing the explosion of the Yamato. I did, they did a really good job on the... Um, you know, the, the engineering section blew up and flung the saucer. And yeah. then the saucer section's outer hull just... Burned away like yeah. paper. It looked really which good. doesn't make sense, but it, yeah, it looked amazing. Oh, Yet again, they put hot. out they put out aluminum foil in the microwave. Yeah. Got to get Rand on this shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Caitlin's doing a dance. Me ship on fire. 
my ass on fire, feeling hot, hot, hot. You know, no, it wasn't good. Don't don't so encourage this, this behavior. Really have a legit B plot. I mean, I guess the Romulan is, is kind. The Romulans sort are of, kind of a B plot, but yeah, really it, was it was all it was meshed together nicely. It was all sort of centered around the whole Iconian thing. There was nothing yeah. else going on. So I think that kind of made it a little less oh. interesting in some way. I don't know. Then, they said they, they did send Troy away to go and prepare to um, <laughs> yeah, man the escape pods or something and they just sent her away. I'm like, "Good. You've got, you've gotten Troy out of the way. Oh. She can go start a square dance competition or something out of view." But then the computer hurt data. Yeah. I was so upset. That was some good friends. That was great acting. acting. I love yeah, that. speaking of acting, I know we don't agree on the LeVar Burton slash stunt double thing but yeah brent was doing a brilliant job like all the like the jerky moving and like the yeah, yeah. the not blinking there was like a point where he was like not moving not blinking not breathing and i was like holy shit nuts he's doing a really good job and then when he woke up and was very confused later i like mm. that yeah can yeah, i help good. yeah oh he's so fucking cute I love and his, his bromance with jordy continues which is the cutest thing in the world yep. I don't remember. What was the bromance there was with Jordy this round? There was a cute thing they did. Jordy got zapped by something at the computer and he fell over. And Data, what did Data fucking oh, say? I don't remember, it was some. But it was funny. It was some cute snarky <laughs> Did he say thing. something like, you okay, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And no, he said something useless. Uh, and, and Jordy's like, Thank, thanks, Data. Thanks. <laughs> Seems like that was a shocking experience, eh, Jordy? You're not, you're still not doing great with this humor thing, Dana. <laughs> meanwhile, though, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, freaking Shimoda's in the background. He's like, hey, that was a good one. <laughs> Shimoda's still playing with those toys. Yeah, because they, they never gave him the injection. He's still drunk. I, I feel like maybe if the episode had been actually about the Iconians, it would have been yeah, better. Yeah, because I liked their stuff. Yeah, like, like this going idea. Going and seeing the portal was cool. Talking about their their ancient society was cool. And kind of flipping the script on it, where it's just like they assume, oh yeah, we're pretty sure they're these horrible conquerors and this and that, and they're just like, oh no, everyone's probably just afraid of them because they could just appear, but they were probably actually peaceful, so everyone blew them up. In reality, they were actually just really, really, really great travel agents. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and also the inventors. Look at all the places you could visit. Well, like. They they go to this planet, this amazing like amazing archaeological find, and from two hundred thousand years ago, and they, they said. blow up the one place, yeah, which they kind of had to do because it was sending out dangerous probes. Yeah, is that the only gateway on the planet, or like no. are they going to ever send anybody back? I mean, as the enterprise, it would be it's interesting in to visit zone. in a hundred years to see the fruit that the seeds you have planted today have borne. I think I made that reference last week too. Yeah. Fuck, as the enterprise is Same pulling away. At the end of the episode, the planet is still exploding. Like, there's huge explosions visible yeah, from space. It was a real great effect, too. Just really, Oh, it was, really it was. At but the yeah, end no, of the neutral zone, I think the beginning of vengeance. <laughs> I, I think they destroyed like any little bit of hope that was left of ever reclaiming anything from that world. So the whole world was exploding, or just that yeah, place? It's like a little area. It's a big planet. Yeah. But depending on how bad the explosion was, it could have put like so much ash into the fucking yeah. Yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, but if you went the down there... The dinosaurs are dead. Is and... there any like of the technology that you could still salvage? No. And like, and here's the thing. Because this Even thing was still Even if you are working. the Iconian True. and you build a self-destruct sequence into your base, is your self-destruct sequence actually going to blow up the rest of your planet at the same time? Well, that's the thing. It wasn't technically mm. a self-destruct sequence. It was, it was purposely breaking a launch sequence. Putting lots of aluminum foil in the microwave. Yeah, using Simon, which mm. is really the Iconian's blue, blue, main... Blue. Yeah. Simon? Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Jake, what's that game we play on the Vive? It's kind of like what Data was doing when he was describing, oh, uh, describing how to do and the thing. No one explodes, or keep talking, no one explodes. Yeah. Oh, like that. yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Jake and I play it. It's pretty good. It's basically what Data and Picard were doing because Picard could see the controls in front of him, but Data knew what to do. Yeah. And it's a good vibe game because it means one of you doesn't have to be on the headset and getting a headache. Yeah. Mm. Or tripping over the cat, as I tend to do. <laughs> And this whole um, episode was some kind of commentary on, you know, Mac versus PC. It's like, you remember in the early 90s, late 80s, and like you had to get an IBM formatted diskette versus a 
a Mac formatted diskette and never the twain shall meet. The story was conceived conceived by a computer technician who worked in the Star Trek offices. Oh, interesting. Yeah. After like he after somebody's like, I can't print this document. Did well, you that's try because your, it? your diskette is Mac formatted and we use <laughs> IBM. This would make a great Star Trek episode. Because of the slight pause you had, it sounded like you were about to say, yeah, this episode was thought up by a computer. I thought the same oh. thing. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. I don't actually read it yet, but there was that thing floating around on social media a few weeks ago where, like, text autocomplete or suggestion or whatever wrote an episode of TNG. I'll try to find it. <gasps> That's, it. That sounds hilarious. Remember that episode of Clarissa Explains It All where she had her computer write a poem and then she won a poetry contest and she had to admit that she was a sham? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. That's some all deep right, stuff right. for Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. Mm. So, special ever of Clarissa and the early 90s. Are we? How about some of those sweet early 90s threads in the Royale? It was still the 80s, bro. It was 1988. Close the fuck enough. Nope. It's the 80s, bro. Look, ugly ass clothes you know what that means? in the early 90s. You know what that means? That fucking episode is 30 fuck me years old. Yep. But you know, the episode was made in the late 80s. I think they said in the episode that it was early 90s. True. Setting. True. Oh. Hmm. Well. So. so they were they were imagining what a decade later would look like? What two years later would yeah, look like? Yeah, basically. And they I say, I say, I love that oh. Texan guy. I say, it's God. good to know that the, like, Foghorn, stereotypical fucking Texan outfit literally has never changed. Yep. But I love. still do with them. Of course. There was that one woman who, I'd, I'd forgotten this expression until you mentioned it, the Canadian tuxedo that one woman had. Yeah, oh, she was, was that one. Canadian oh, tuxedo yeah. is like when you wear just a denim jacket. Yeah, a denim jacket and a denim pant. Yeah, there's one moment also known as jeans. When they first, <laughs> sorry, when they first get on the uh, the elevator to go up to the ho- the hotel room where the corpse when, is. When Worf doesn't know how elevators work, yeah, a fucking gen. Well, it calls it a turbo lift, no less. Did wow. we also not notice? I noticed that the elevator wasn't really an elevator; it was just another room. Yeah, there was yeah. no. There was clearly a continuous floor. They just changed the carpet. It was very upsetting to me. Yeah, what, I didn't what notice. Did. I was not paying very close attention. They to could have made the threshold, like put some metal even, on the threshold or something. I don't even think they had the fucking. No, arrow it was on just a thing. door. They just had a sliding door. Of course, they would explain that away as the aliens not fully understanding, mm. not just that they were lazy in the set design. Yeah, so these were the same aliens that made the bad ending of AI, right? Probably. <laughs> I don't remember the ending of AI. So, yeah. like, the ending of... Jude Law gets banged by everyone? Those aren't aliens in AI. What are they? They're, they're robots. robots. They are? That's the whole point, that they're, like, the future of robots. They're, like, distant... The ones that come and... And rescue him from the ice. Oh, those I didn't are, realize those were future robots. Yeah, they're just aliens. Be, those are supposed to be super. Well, that super movie super. is even stupider now. Well, it's fucking yes. one of the worst movies I've ever but, seen. But, uh, yeah, no, they, they come in there like. What was like, that child actor's name? Haley Joel Joel Osment. Osment. He is a good child actor. Yeah, but the movie was still terrible. Well, yes. He was one of he's one of few child actors I tolerate. Him and, like, Dakota. He's not a child what was anymore. the kid's <laughs> name? Dakota Fanning? Was that the little blonde girl that was in I Am Sam? I don't know. She was real good. I think that was her. She was real good, too. She wasn't in that movie. Who was in I Am Sam? Oh, I, oh, I thought you were talking about AI. No, I said I Am Sam. But in, anyway, they come, the ending of AI is like these apparently future robots come okay, and yes. they dig him out of the this ice. Is, this is ringing a bell. And they're like, what do you want for Christmas, little boy? And he's like, I want my mom back. And they're like, good news, your stupid fucking teddy bear has the hair you cut off her head, you fucking weirdo. And they're like, okay, we can give it to you, but just for one day. And he's like, yay. And then he fucking dies. Okay. Actually, that's fun. Joke's on him. The hair was actually from Dr. Pulaski. He's like, who's this broad? I hated this movie so fucking much. AI? I have not seen it since I saw it in theaters. Really? I because didn't. I was... I own it. <laughs> I was maybe 12, 13 when it came out. Like, way too young to have this thought. But I walked out of that movie, and for the first time in my life, again, way too young to think this, just thought, huh... That's time I'm never getting back. You would have been older than 13 because I was, I think, a ninth grader when I saw it. So I would have been 13 or 14. And we could also look up when it was produced. We could. So, yeah, I, I, the aliens, their whole everything. Like, here's the thing. (laughs) Their whole everything. Go on. I don't need every episode to actually explain everything to me. That would be boring and stupid. But I would have liked anything beyond what little bit of almost nothing we got about these people. Because it was like, what the fuck was their deal? They... I don't know. I felt like I didn't need to know their deal because it it, it 
it was enough to realize, okay, these aliens felt sorry for this astronaut they forgot to kill. So they wanted to let him let him live out, live out his life in what they assumed was his either fantasy land or his because, natural like, habitat. How deep are you apparently as advanced as they are? There's a lot. We've seen so many aliens as advanced. No, no, that, that's, I don't know It was that. probably Q. Probably. I mean, but it's, I, it's, so my problem isn't that they're that advanced. It's that they're that advanced, but don't seem to know what fiction is. I I imagine a lot of species. I mean, do Klingons have fiction? Yeah, they love Shakespeare. They, I know that much. Love, no, they have all kinds of fiction. Uh, it seems like something they wouldn't be interested they, in. Oh, they Vulcans must not have fiction because it's illogical. I feel like the aliens in uh, Galaxy Quest must not have had fiction. No, they definitely mean, didn't. Yes. Which aliens? The um, uh, Thermians. Thermians. Oh, the Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I'm, thinking, had... I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy because I'm a fool. Guardians they're... of the Galaxy Quest. Yeah, no, they, they have no concept <laughs> of fiction. That is true. But they also, you know, I don't know. You are last hope. I fucking love what? that movie. I want to watch it again right away. But yeah, I don't know. I th- maybe I would have thought about it less if the episode had been better. That's a good point. But the episode... Like, that's the thing. I think if you're going to have an alien that's sort of enigmatic and weird, you need to have a much stronger episode. Yeah. Stronger. See, if, I feel like if we did learn more, we'd feel like, you know, it was it be, would become overkill. I suppose. If there just was... I, there was nothing going on. Yeah, Anything no. would have been better. Yeah. Like, seriously, watching them keep... Fucking, watching that fucking Texan try to coerce that poor woman that into sleeping creepy. with him because he was literally making her throw away all her fucking money. So he was based on Maurice Hurley, right? Or like Ooh, fucking Weinstein. Shit. I don't know. This this is the episode that drove Tracy Torme to to quit. I don't know. What's a Tracy Torme? He's the the writer. He's one of the like, on the writing staff. Yeah, in this episode, he, he wrote was, this one and then the used a pen goodbye. name because because Hurley shat on it so much mm. and changed the end and changed a lot of it. Like, originally, the astronaut guy, what did we learn his name is? Oh. Stephen Neil Ritchie, Armstrong. Yeah, there we go. Um, is still either alive Bless or at least somehow represented there. Okay. And they would have pulled out the cage and left an illusion of one of the Enterprise people there to keep him company. Oh, interesting. Mm. Uh, I thought that the... Thing was stupid. Yes. Um, no, I was thinking about this episode, and uh, <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of Gangster Planet, piece of the action. Yeah, and Nazi in the, Planet. In the that setup. was that was Hurley's complaint too. So but you're basically more. But if Hurley. they did it, I also think that the oh, because they ma- take what's in a book and make it real. Yeah. Ah, the, I didn't get that before. That the alien, that the uh, that the hotel manager was the was actually an alien. Was like everybody else was like a holodeck thing, and he was a real alien. Who Mickey D? No, no, the guy that ran the hotel. That the was like, they're like, oh, you're the foreign oh, investor. Oh, he was a concierge yeah, or something. He, though. Who, he wouldn't, was... who wouldn't bring them to the manager, <laughs> even though the manager isn't busy. But I think, but yeah. he's too busy. But I think he was the alien. Maybe, yeah. and I think that. You know, he'd been waiting there for those foreign investors for now, a very long time. Does this mean that just that story with that idiot bellhop and had that just been playing out over and for over for centuries? That kid's been dying every day for the past, right. however, it's like just, since what twenty thirty seven something like that. It really it does feel kind of like a holodeck <laughs> malfunction episode. It feels like a less fun piece of the action. It feels. I mean, it's. It's just bad. It's really bad. But let's, but let's let's talk about what could have been because as a concept, I actually really like the idea. It's of a great of idea. Aliens trying to make a comfortable habitat for humans by yeah. replicating just an awful piece of fiction. Yeah, I think it should have been more like a Groundhog Day episode where they kept uh, cool. fucking up, dying, and having to redo it to figure out how the book works. Mm. That would be cool. It would be cool. That would. I don't think that would fit into an hour show. No, it totally wouldn't. But it would have been better than this piece of shit. Plus, that we you'd watched. be waiting for the people on the Enterprise to do anything because they had nothing to do on the Enterprise except math and read. Mm. And we got to watch lots of it. The face Patrick Stewart made it was a dark and stormy night. It, it was. It's just perfect. Go back and just watch that part. Not the whole episode. Episode's garbage. Find that part, though, listeners, and just watch the face he makes. It's it's beautiful. It is like definitely mm-hmm. the perfect pained expression. Yeah, I think I might have mentioned this as we were wrapping up last week, but this is an episode which I I don't think I saw for because you know it's not a good episode. It's nope. not one that gets replayed a lot. It's not one that people talk about a lot. I'll never watch it again. But I think you know this is one that I caught on TV in the nineties. 
and was like, oh, a Star Trek TNG episode I haven't seen. This is interesting. And I didn't follow the plot because the plot <laughs> doesn't make sense. No. And, and basically and I, doesn't and exist. I remember, and I remember like immediately afterwards being like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> the whole bit. They couldn't have spent some a little bit of money to do a decent effect with the revolving door. Mm. Right. So that it wasn't as obvious as just they didn't get out that the other side. That was so bad. Yeah, they needed like <laughs> them to to go out go the second that they disappeared, they appear again. Yeah. Instead like, of like Warf they just go in around. the bridge on yeah. that episode where you could see where you could see through to the other yeah, bridge. Yeah, yeah. Two Rikers yeah. <laughs> Two Bridges. Or just do that thing where you're like, you know, you show them from behind going through, cut to them standing up and then like they make that what face and pan to show they're right back in. You know? Okay, but can we do it without the comedy what face? Boing. No, oh, no, wait. Why are there erections? Season two. Oh, did they this. get their erections caught in the revolving door? That would oh, suck. Oh, that would be the worst. Uh, this episode This episode ended up reminding me a lot of Twin Peaks. I've never seen, I've never Twin, seen Peaks, Twin Peaks. So. It's weird for the sake of weird. Mm. And, then, and I think the reason it reminds you is just the aesthetic. Honestly. There's the aesthetic. There's the weird shit. Like, like the revolving door thing is something that they would have done in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Just to be absurd. So, and I know it was to create, like, there's a lot of stuff in television and films where it's like, we're doing this because we need to create tension. But you can do it effectively where the audience can be like, all right, I'll, I'll go along for this ride. Or you can fuck it up so that you can see the strings. Mm. And it's like, all right, so we need data to win a shitload of money gambling. Oh, God, that fucking montage. Let's pick a game that has... Even more chance than other games of chance. Well, thing, yeah, like, but he, he loads the dice. It's no chance. He unloads the dice. No, he, I thought he was loading them every he time. He was. I he was. I was being a wise ass because um, he says that they're unbalanced or something. Yeah, he loads the dice. But then again, they had already showed him playing blackjack. Yeah, earlier. And and blackjack cards. is one of the games that you can play strategically. Yeah, like any card game, pretty much. Especially because again, he can, he, like you said, he count could, cards, or he could play poker and like. See through the cards or something. No, that's not a thing. Okay, but it does in Austin Powers. Really? Uh, number two has like something in his eye patch. There we go. But Perfect. Data should do that. But Jordy wasn't here to help. If we had done that, we wouldn't have got to see, you know, that little smarmy smile that Data would make every time he threw the dice. Or Maybe get to watch him set feet. or get to watch him blow on his own dice. Which gave me a huge boner. I mean, you know, yeah, or hear him say, "Daddy needs a new pair of shoes." Yeah, Brent Spiner did some fun stuff. I will grant, but like, mm. it was one of those things where, <gasps> no, how dare you? It you call just... yourself a data fan? I do, and this was him overacting, and oh, it didn't fit. It. It, it, it didn't fit fucking Star Trek. Ugh. Well, Fisben, but. Mm. No, but yeah, but that was in, that was something that was very Kirky. That was true. Kirk behavior. This but, isn't data behavior. But yeah, like I said, my problem beyond anything else is just like if you want to guarantee winnings, you don't play craps or roulette or slot machines. Now here's the thing, right? If the only source of knowledge about humans was based on what was in the book, yeah, right? They know, you know. Did, they the, had, did the book explain how roulette works? Did the book explain? What a door looks like, or how an elevator functions, or... Maybe point. they had like, to read Richie's mind a little. Well, like, there was all kinds of basic shit that I'm just like, this wouldn't have been covered in a book. Yeah. And like you said, like you said, it would, you know, I already forgot which one of you said it. It was two seconds ago, but did the game actually sit there and laboriously explain the rules of every game of chance well, in a I casino? I don't know how much you've read... Casino Royale, how much does he get into the rules of Baccarat? I mean, that's thing, though. That's the one game he explains. And to be honest, having read more about it, like, he explains the basics, but if you actually try to read about how it's actually played, like, betting is super complicated, and how the game actually plays out is, like... Well, but the, the way that betting works in Blackjack is actually really complicated, too. Right. And but they seemed to be doing it incorrectly... In the, like, the book characters were doing it wrong. <coughs> Data was the one who was like, actually, you should stay, or whatever. Well, that was because the guy was trying to get the woman to lose. Well, all right, but... But, what well, I was but in Casino Royale... He was shirt. Hey, in hey. Royale, he's just like, okay, here's the... Because ba Baccarat, much like Blackjack, is trying to reach a certain number with a couple of cards. It's like eight or nine, isn't it? Uh, something like that. I haven't read the book in years. But... They gloss over the gambling part because Bond is even just like, yeah, that part's really fucking bleh. It gave just enough information that the audience could basically follow. But, like, in theory, 
unless, like you said, they, they must have read this guy's mind a little, the book you know, would have to have gone into great detail about poker, blackjack, roulette, craps, and it's just like, unless I didn't even think of that part into, for that. Unless it only went into great detail about like the like, two games we saw them play. Well, they didn't possible. play roulette, did they? Uh, no. He played blackjack and he played craps. Also, I will say that the old lady that was doing the slot machine was pulling that lever far too quickly. Yes. She wasn't, she, was. yeah, she wasn't even reloading. They anything. obviously didn't explain how slot machines work. It's worked. like how Oxbix didn't know how to play pool. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, I thought that that was nice. Like, I don't know if that was intentional, but I like to think it was that Oxmix had no idea how pool worked because he just learned about it from a book that yeah. have described what a pool table looked like. Or showed a picture of one, but he had no idea the rules. Yeah. But in this, like, clearly some amount of rules was definitely understood by the illusory people. Yeah, so the, the I guess the expectation is, yes, either they read the astronaut's mind, or they knew more about Earth culture than they were letting on. Yeah, in which case they were just fucking with him. Yeah. Bastards. Wasn't he there for like thirty something years 30 before feet. he finally died? That's terrifying. Yeah, that's have all they been eating. changing have they been changing the sheets over that body? No. The sheets were still Clean? Well, they said the only reason he hadn't rotted more than he had was because of the sterile environment. Yeah, but his, like, shirt had rotted. Well, the sheets were made out of... Illusory shit? Magic, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true, that's I mean, true. They weren't even able to shoot the wood with phasers. Mm. What was your question, Jake? I don't remember. What, what had, he, had he been eating? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. What room service. Oh, that's right, they did have room service. Yep. 24-7. Yeah. yeah. He only wrote one journal entry in 38 years. Well, it sounds yeah. like he wrote it in his 38th year, too. Yeah, just, yeah, like he knew was he only, was... Maybe they swapped the book out every night. And he actually kept the journal entry every night and was like, fuck, it's gone again. I have to write it over. <laughs> 34 and a half years. 34 and three quarter years. <laughs> and a day. Yeah. I mean, the concept of this episode and could have led to something of hours. Cool, but it didn't. And this was just bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was really boring. Like, I was so yeah. bummed because you feel like it's such a cool, it's a cool location. It's a cool idea. I was like, yeah, I'm into this. It's a fucking, this is great. It's a casino. Because, you know why? Because it should have been like the Star Wars Episode Eight casino with like fucking <laughs> glorious alien races and beautiful animals and fucking all kinds Nothing of weird shit. About like that. But it would have been more interesting. Canto Bite. There we go. I could not think of the Canto name of it. Canto Bite. More like Canto, Canto Bites. Bites. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that joke again. Did you we know, already I, do that? Yeah. Fuck. It's funny. Did you know that Peter means rock? <laughs> I, I watched a video about episode eight that explained that they spend something like barely, I think, over ten minutes on Canto Bite in the whole movie. Is, it's that, actually, what, is that what it boils down to? Yeah. Wow. It's an incredibly short sequence. It's too bad it ruins a huge, like 40 minutes of the film. <laughs> oh, they got a whole bunch Someone's of uh, salty. They got a whole bunch of science wrong-ish in this episode too. Oh yeah, because he was talking about Fermat's last theorem. Yes, which has been solved. Well, it was solved six years ap- uh, ep- after this episode aired. Well, yeah, I figured it hadn't. Yeah, I figured at the time. But it's interesting because you know, just in 1989 or whatever, yeah, eighty-nine, they would have not. They could have not conceive that in the next. 300 years we yeah. might solve this math problem. I tried to was... look into it and I did not understand any of it. So, do you I... know what it is? What it means? I I don't I don't remember. Uh it's like a to the power of n plus b to the power of n equals c to the power of n in which n is greater than 2 and they're all whole, like complete integers. It just sounds like the Pythagorean theorem except Oh, more, I see what you're saying. More variable. I see, yeah, I see what you're saying. But either way, it was very short-sighted cuz even even Star Trek 5 had the good sense to have, like, when Kirk was, you know, free-climbing El Capitan, which at the time I don't think anyone had done, they were still just like, Spock was like, you're not going to beat the record for free-climbing this, you know, that was done ages ago. And he's like, that's not why I'm doing it. So hmm. it, it's like, that was that was just a bad idea. I get that you wanted something, but that was... And yet people were still singing, row, row, row your boat. Absolutely. Speaking of absolutely, the planet was supposed to be negative 291 degrees Celsius, which is actually below absolute zero. (laughs) You can technically get under absolute zero somehow. I don't understand the science, but I looked it up and, but it really, it's not a thing that should have existed on a planet. Also, the estimated age of the planet, which I think I didn't write down what what they said, is older than the universe. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they did a lot of weird shit in this episode. I see. So it's the sum of any two squares. The sum of... Any two squares of whole numbers is the square of a whole number. 
Yes. That's as long as... Not a square, though. It's to, to the power of n. Did I say two? You said if two or above, I thought yeah, you said. Or two, maybe you just meant above, above two. Above two. So, cubed. Oh, n. N. To the power of n. A to the power oh, of n. Okay, plus b to the power of n no, equals c to the power of n. Something, something, something. I don't know math, so... So, yeah. whenever, so basically, whenever you sum two numbers to that are to the power of any other number, then the third, the the the, the, the sum of those numbers is... Can be rooted by that by n. Let's let's have math. Yeah, it's very. And the thing is, you'd think like, oh, there's got to be like an answer to this, but no, the answer is this really, really, really long, confusing. Well, truth yeah, well, that because, I can't right, understand. because the idea, like, yes, you could anecdotally say, well, yeah, we we tried it with all these numbers and it works, mm. but how do we go about proving that it mm-hmm. works for all integers? It's like there's there was supposed to be like one really 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 big prime number and it was like supposed to be the biggest known prime number that existed. I don't know what it was, but it was enormous. And like some science or some math class in like some college somewhere, some guy just wrote two like started doing math of two numbers on a board and started doing like long multiplication out for the whole of class until the answer was that really really long number. I, yeah, I don't I do not understand advanced mathematics. I nope. barely understood friggin' pre-calc, which I think was the last thing I took. Hmm. I actually did really poorly in pre-calculus, but I like math. I detest it. Maths. I understand its importance. I'm glad other people understand it and make nice things for me with it, but keep it the fuck away from me. Science. Science, science, science. Uh, yeah. Computers yes. are good for math. Apparently, uh, in DS9, about the Fermat's last theorem thing, because by then they knew it was um, solved, they retconned it so that the solution that was dis- determined in uh, 93 or whenever could, was too advanced for the original theorem to have ever, you know, used that theorem, the um, proof. Therefore, it didn't count. <laughs> oh, for... That's stupid. Yeah, that is. It just sounds like... I mean, they have to be able to accept. Canon! Canon! Oh, well, you know what I read recently? Made me sadder than it should have. This was going around a few weeks ago. I meant to share it on the Facebook page, but I don't think I did. Well, now Uh, you have to, because you've mentioned it. There's a very good chance that the storm that is the great red spot on Jupiter will peter out in our lifetimes. Oh, I heard about that. Someone commented on Facebook saying, oh, shit, that means the... uh, the opening of TNG is going to break canon. <gasps> canon! Oh, no! But I said that it's possible that if the storm is there now, it could re-crop up. Yeah. Um, could sure. be a phenomenon that happens on the planet all the time. So, so what you're saying Every is... Every stormy season. Science! Global warming is bullshit. Nah. What? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, climate change is clearly a hoax. Because like, Just ask well, Jupiter. It's obviously happening on Jupiter at the same time, and there's no man on Jupiter to... to do what whatever the liberals say we do here on Earth. I think we need to give everybody on Jupiter more guns. How do we know there aren't men on Jupiter? Because the because we are in uh, a dome and Jupiter is merely painted on the ceiling. Didn't you know that the moon landing was faked? Obviously. Didn't I mean, you know that the Earth is flat and we're just surrounded by an ice wall that is Antarctica? Guys, guys, Ooh. no one lives on Jupiter because it's a gas giant. They live in floating cities like Lando Calrissian. Um, actually, I've been told that boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. So I think... No, no, boys go You'll to... find that people do live on Jupiter. Boys go to Jupiter to get to Bonagas. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider? You've never heard that? Well, anybody. You Girls could, go to Mars to be movie stars. But you could, to but buy you, their bras. But you could swap that. It would be fine. Bras and Mars doesn't the, rhyme. The, 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 I know, but that's how I the, the gender that you're insulting isn't the part that rhymes. You could just as easily say, "Girls go to Jupiter to get more uh, stupid." But girls don't go to Jupiter to get more stupid. Also, Boys Mars do. is where men are from because of that book and because of the women symbol. are from Venus. That's true. Yeah. Where they're burning up and choking from the horrible. Gas in the atmosphere. Wow, why do you hate women so much? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, girls drool, boys rule. If women don't fart, how come Venus is all gassy? Ah. Tied it into that thing that for all I know I cut. And if men are so jerks, then why is Mars great? Okay, but if women didn't drool, blowjobs would be awful. That's a good point. Wow! Oh, it's like sandpaper! (laughs) 
no. It's like fucking a cat's mouth. Oh, okay. Sorry, cats. Anyway, it's got mouth. weird. I would never fuck a cat's mouth. That's a horrible thing to do. I had a grand total of it four off. notes on this episode because it was hot garbage. I My only last note is going back to our math conversation. Yes. Uh, because they were talking, you know, Riker's watching Picard try to solve this fucking theorem. And he's like, mm. ah, fuck math, right? And I, my, my thought was... Riker spent all of math class writing boobs on calculators. Boobs. Yeah, yeah. He did say he, like, didn't really pay attention, right? Uh, okay, well, are we good with... Yeah, the Royale was fucking... The Royale was cheese. Yeah, there was too much cheese, basically. I am very hopeful... That this will be my number one worst episode for this season. No, I was gonna say Akana. worse than Akana. Yeah, worse. way worse. Guys, Akana you do know that sh- Shades of Grey is this season. I hate to break. What is a sh- what is a Shades of clip Grey? Show. Clip show. Wait, there's a clip show. Yep. Do we have to watch it? Yeah. I'm just we I'm do? just saying though. Like I'm hoping there aren't that many really. At the very least, I'm sure it'll be in my there's bottom three. Show? I just don't want there to be that many. Show. But why? Writer's strike. Oh. Why not writer strikes? Yeah, writers are assholes. No, I don't know if it was writers, writers just want to get paid. They, I, it was bro. either writer strike or they just straight up ran out of money to produce the season. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, maybe just uh, Jessica Fletcher wasn't available to shoot that week. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I am who's Jessica Fletcher? Murder she wrote. I am very hopeful that there won't be enough worse episodes to knock this out of the running because it was hot it fucking was, garbage. Yeah, it was lousy. So, Jake, what are those cards there in front of you say? Oh, I got some cards, all right. Jake, why don't you Jake us out? Are they the king and the ace and you have a blackjack? They are. Well, before we wrap, do you have a bit of an announcement to make? Why? I don't think I've even told you two this. Are you pregnant? Do I know no. this? No, 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 no. Yes, you know this. I know. Do so, I know something? As you know... A couple months ago, I got a new job. Yes. Like last year. Yes. The audience doesn't know that, but I know that, and you know that. I do. Well, an opportunity has come up for that job. Now, we're going to figure out what we're going to do with respect to the show, but there's an office in Seattle. They want me to go there for... They want me to relocate, essentially. And I'm considering it. It would be a lot of money, so that's kind of why I'm considering it. And I'm really looking forward to... I've always wanted to go to the Pacific Northwest... And because they have some oh, really great Christ. radio I'm shows there. Hey, maybe I can't have news to call. You I was welling up. And maybe I made you a bit confused. Well, maybe. But I got you, babe. How did I not choose Seattle? Did you like see that like tears were forming in my eyes? I was like, oh my God. Uh, I was did like, you no, see my me going, son of a bitch? We're gonna have to figure out how to send Skype things, dude. <laughs> you're <laughs> such an asshole. Uh, but no, you could have job... just looked at me and realized, oh, he's joking. Yeah, uh, the job's actually in San Francisco. Anyway, uh, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I don't have a new job. I mean, I do have a new job, but I don't have to move forward. Uh, um, Jake, you're the worst. I know. Congratulations I'm, on the new job, though. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, to put you through that, like but I realized, like, I was like, holy shit, I haven't done Toss Salad this week. How am I going to get it in there? I got just the ticket. You're going to use that dildo worst from what episode was this? Contagion. Contagion. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, um. Uh, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> all right, well, relax. I'm going to Jake us out and everything will be better. Oh. Uh, right. I, I'm too impressed to be angry. Mm. No, my heart was in my throat. I was very upset. See, when you said, Ames, you know this, I'm like, there's nothing I know. <laughs> I the know only, nothing. The only, not true. The you only, know some things. The only thing I thought you were going to say is that you named all your conference rooms after starships, well, which I, I know was a thing. I did do that at my new job. That's my number one accomplishment at my new which job. Which I don't think you said on air, so that actually is well, nice. There's some new info. Yeah, they, they, their conference rooms were named after locations from the Destiny game. Oh, boy. Nobody wants that. I know. And, uh, and I was like... Doing it's stuff. all about Destiny 2 now. Yeah, no, I don't know. All right, so... Um, What's uh, next week? <laughs> yeah, next week on A Star to Steer Her By, we'll be doing two new episodes. First, we have Dumb Picard. Literally, you'll find out why that's a joke later. Uh, Dumb Picard in Times Squared. And Papa Riker and the Icarus Factor. And some, Spoilers. And some cool outfits. Um, oh, no, I think I have seen pictures of what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So Cooler than in the Angel One outfit he wears? The f- this, these are pretty cool. That'll be great. Uh, two episodes coming up next week. But this week is over. 
So we'll be stopping the recording shortly. But before we do that, I must tell you about how to subscribe to our show. A Star to Steer Her By is available on iTunes from Apple. Also, no, we're not on Amazon.com. <laughs> also on SoundCloud as oh, she knows. SSHB Podcast. Huh. So anyway, as I said, you can find us on Apple iTunes Podcast.com slash A Star to Steer Her By. Search, find, rate, like, star, comment, whatever. You can also find us on the Google.com slash whatever. I don't know. I don't know Podcast. what it is. Google, Google Play. SteerHerBy.com. Google Play. Uh, SSHB Podcast on Twitter and Tumblr. Facebook.com. Start to steer her by, do a search, find us, like us, share us, share, share us with your I'm friends. Starting, I'm starting to dread what it's the series where it's going to be my turn to do the fucking outros. Voyager. Yeah. Sh- share, um, share it up. Give, I mean, I get to do DS9. Yeah, you'll be you so good at this by then, though. You know, like you'll have you'll have seen the worst. You'll have seen what not to do. Um, <laughs> Don't just and on, uh, five and what? There's other things. Are there? No, you just say your name. No, there's another one. I'm missing one. Oh, on Twitter and Tumblr. iTunes slash podcast <laughs> dot com. <laughs> uh, I'm still or, mad at you. No matter how much you make me laugh, I'm still really mad at you. All right. Well, my name is Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Don't let the revolving door hit you on the way out. I have a podcast program on my new cell phone that has a Google in it. It has a Google. And and on this gun, it says it's got a thing called Podcast Addict, which is the program that I use for podcasts. So I'm not shilling for this. I just, that's the one I use. If the guy that makes Podcast Addict wants to pay us to promote it, I'll do that. I'm a, I'm a cheap date. We're also on OneCast. We're also which on is the one that one I cast. use. Hey, if any of you jerks that make podcast machines want to make us money, <laughs> we like money. Machines. Money is good for us, and we'll take it, and we'll buy, I don't know, a microphone. Pizza. Do we have to pay them, or do they pay us? No, they pay us because we're advertising, because there's so many listeners that they want to, if they even saw how many listeners we had, they'd totally buy ad That's space. That's true. You know, those, those freaking, that tonic guy paid me like 12 shillings, okay? So... <laughs> He gave you all of his cocaine. Rolling in it. (laughs)